Welcome back to Power to Become, the podcast. Today we have Alicia Stratton with us. So let's just talk a little bit about where you're from. Okay. I'm originally from Salt Lake City, Utah, but I currently live in San Antonio, Texas. Did you live in Salt Lake your whole life? I did. Born and raised. Nice. (laughs) And how was that compared to living in San Antonio? Cold. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, like, what's the average temperature in San Antonio? Average is hard because the winters are pretty easily 70 and the summers get closer to 90 and 100. So, oh, gosh. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a lot more humid in San Antonio than it is in Salt Lake. Every time I I actually, quite frankly, I had straight hair when I lived in Salt Lake. Really? And now I have curly hair living in Texas for so long. It's just completely changed my wow, hair. Wow, interesting. <laughs> yeah, I grew up just here outside of Rexburg. Cool. And so I'm kind of used to the below 30 degrees up to 90 sometimes it's too cold man (laughs) it is way too cold but man that's really cool yeah so i'm the oldest and only girl in a family of five oh wow okay four younger brothers and they're all crazy (laughs) and mckay specifically who happens to be here in the room is very single so he wants all the ladies at byu idaho to know he's available (laughs) does he go to school here at byu he does he lives at the ridge oh okay okay I lived there for one semester a long time ago. <laughs> nice. We don't really have any of the same similar interests with the exception of being outdoors. We all love mm, okay. being outdoors in our free time. Um, but all of almost all of my siblings um, have actually been to BYU-Idaho. So McKay's my youngest sibling. Okay. Yeah. That's really cool. What do you like to do outdoors? Anything. Uh, my husband and I have done a couple 50-miler backpacking trips, and we love camping. Um we love everything about the outdoors, in all honesty. <laughs> That's awesome. Where have you done your 50-mile your trips? So um, our most notable one was in Washington. It was called Devil's Dome Loop. Wow. It was an amazing 50-miler. So if <laughs> anyone on here scary, is interested, but... it's awesome. It was very challenging, actually. Um, it was my first 50-miler that I've ever done, so I was a little nervous, but it was a lot of fun. Um, we've done other hikes. We, um, I think it was 30 miles that we did in Big Bend National pa- Park. We did what's called Outer Mountain Loop. Okay. And this last summer, we just went to Banff and did our own backpacking oh, trip. I've only seen pictures of it. I it's really want to go. <laughs> it is amazing. <laughs> That's awesome. So you started out at BYU-Idaho, mm-hmm. and you were here for four years. Is that right? Yes. Okay, cool. And what because you majored in it Mm -hmm. computer information technology yeah cit what made you want to go into that you know i've always had a passion for computers and technology and it's something that i've just kind of always played around with in my free time and when i got to college i just got a little more serious about it my dad encouraged me to take a couple courses and see if it was something that i was interested in and it just kind of stuck that's awesome so you never changed your major um, I kind of started here in law enforcement, I think, was what oh, I initially okay. declared. Yeah, and then got into computers after that. Um, I did start in computer science, and then I went on my mission. And at the time, there was only computer science and information technology. But when mm-hmm. I came home from my mission, computer information technology had become a new major, so I joined that one. That's really cool. I mean, I switched my major like five times, so, <laughs> and it went pretty far. I was like yeah. in psychology to business to... Drastically different. Yeah. <laughs> but that's really awesome. Um, where did you serve your mission? I served my mission in Antananarivo, Madagascar. Wow. That's really awesome. I was also in the African continent. Awesome. Where did you serve? I served in Ghana, Cape cool. Coast. Awesome. Yeah. Um, I think we had a couple missionaries in our MTC. I'm sure you had several Malagasy's in Ghana. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and so did you go to the MTC in Provo? Or? I did. Okay, cool, cool. Yeah, I went to the MTC in Provo. I was there for, 
believe it was nine weeks, and we wow. did six weeks Malagasy and then three weeks French. Wow. Okay. And so did you, you spoke both languages. I would say I spoke Malagasy. I tinkered around with some French. <laughs> I knew okay. enough to get by. That's really awesome. Um, what's it like there, Madagascar? I mean, to be honest, I mean, I went to Ghana, but as much as I know about Madagascar is like the movie, which yeah. I know <laughs> is not good. <laughs> which is very accurate, of course. <laughs> yeah. No, uh, it's funny because when I went on my mission, when I got my mission call, they hadn't announced the Madagascar original movie yet. Oh. And then like a month later, they announced it and there were all these trailers and all of a sudden everyone thought they knew what Madagascar was. <laughs> it was hilarious. But Madagascar is beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. It's a great country with amazing people that are super kind, very warm hearted. Um, they just want to get to know you. Missionary work there, in my personal opinion, was so easy because people just <laughs> wanted to talk to you. It's and true. They invited yeah. you in and we're just super excited to have you there. I'm sure you had a similar experience. Yeah, yeah and I did. <laughs> yeah, it's just a very beautiful place to be with wonderful people. That's really awesome. That's so cool. And you you did that kind of like between in the middle of your schooling, is that right? Yep. That's all, that's really cool. What was it like going to school, going on a mission and coming back? Like how was the first part of school and the second part different, maybe similar to each other? Yeah, great questions. Um, before, I would say, I mean, I was just taking general education courses and I wasn't 100% sure what I wanted to do yet. Mm -hmm. And so... School was just very fun, um, getting to know and understand what it was like being a student and enjoying BYU-Idaho. I wasn't in, as involved as I was after my mission because I learned so much. Um, I feel like I grew a lot. I had an interesting experience, actually, um, at BYU-Idaho. Um, <laughs> I got my mission call, actually, very close to today. Um, I got it the day before Valentine's Day. Oh, really? Yeah. And when I got my mission call, I drove home from Rexburg and opened it with my family, and I was super excited about it. And I had listed my availability date as May 1st. <laughs> and oh, yeah. when I got my mission call and opened it, uh, they actually had me leaving March 23rd, which was in the middle of the semester. Ooh. So I drove back up on Valentine's Day and had to go speak with some nice people in the Kimball <laughs> building. And they ended up just writing me a check for tuition and sending me on my way for my mission. So wow. I, when I came back, I just repeated that semester and was able to take all the classes. And it was a crazy experience, but a lot of fun. And then the classes after were more focused on what I wanted to do. I was more involved in student activities. Um, I worked in the sports program a lot. Mm -hmm. So I was a coach for a women's softball team, a coach for a men's basketball team. I worked as a sports director and then sports area director for a semester. That's really cool. Um, I feel like I would have been annoyed having to repeat that semester. <laughs> you know, it was a tough semester for me, so I was actually more relieved than annoyed. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Maybe I need to do that. This semester is kind of rough right now. <laughs> it was relieving. I think I had linear algebra that semester. And oh. I could have lived without that class. <laughs> I bet. Yeah. Um, okay. So when you were at school, what was your path like to getting a job at USAA? That's where you started, right? Yeah. So my path was very unique. Um, I was actually working in the networking lab in the Smith building one night and a friend contacted me and just asked me, um, she actually texted me and she said, hey, there's a company here, USAA, who's down in the basement and they're holding an info session, which I didn't know much about what info sessions were at that mm -hmm. point in time. And she said, all you have to do is bring down your resume and they'll give you a, some free pizza. I was all about that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was taking a full course load of classes and I was working full time and I was just exhausted and hungry, to be perfectly honest. 
So I went and turned in my resume, um, got some free pizza, and it just went from there. They ended up calling me that evening and telling me that they wanted to interview me. Uh, they showed up really early the next morning um, at the only time that I had available to interview me. And we had a great conversation. I ended up getting an internship, which then turned into a job. That's really awesome. Yeah. So what is your job right now? I'm currently an IT technical director. Uh, my job responsibilities are for USAA's IVR system. So it's our integrated voice response system. Okay. So when you call USAA and you get that automated voice system, yeah. it's like, welcome to USAA. I own that entire experience from the moment you pick up the phone till you actually get routed to a member service representative to service your needs. Okay. Um, so it probably involves a lot of technical yes. computer stuff. <laughs> Do you also work with the way that people perceive that recording? Uh-huh. Kind of like... I guess that Like attitude. their perception yeah. of hitting zero immediately? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a great question. Um, the IVR system is challenging to work on, to be perfectly honest. It's a massive technical challenge and business problem that we want to solve. And I don't specifically help with changing the members' um, perception of what the channel is like and making them like the channel. Mm -hmm. But to me, there's two different types of uh, members who call us, right? There's the member who just wants to talk to a representative. And that's one thing that I love about USA. Unlike other companies, um, we've kept the zero option open. Like a lot of companies, mm. you'll hit zero and nothing happens. And you're like, I just <laughs> want to speak to a representative. That's funny because I didn't know that zero was an option. It is an option. Yes. <laughs> Always know. try zero. Try <laughs> yeah. And so if you hit that, you know, we immediately try and get you to the most available representative. Now, granted, it may not be the best experience for you as a member if you do that because you don't necessarily get to a representative that can service your needs. You don't mm. have to bounce around to a couple different reps to get where you need to go because yeah. you didn't answer the questions. Um, and then there's the second type of member, the one who wants to self-serve. And mm. they, they just want to take care of their needs in that channel. So, for example, if they want to pay a bill, um, they don't have to talk to someone to pay their bill. They could just use the channel. And so what our goal is is to make those transactions as seamless as possible so that the member has a satisfactory experience with our IVR. Okay. That's really cool. And how long have you worked there for? I've been at USA for about 10 years. Wow, that's really awesome. Yeah. So what was your path like there from starting up to your job right now? So I started at USAA um, full-time in 2009 as a software developer. Um, I worked in that job for a couple different years, and then I ended up changing paths a little bit. I really fell in love with user experience design. Okay. And I love visuals and presentations yeah. and PowerPoints, and so... Um, I worked in that area for a little bit where I actually designed the front-end user interactions, which was very, very cool. And that's like uh, for the phone calls or? Great question. So at that point in time, um, I actually was working on .com. So I was doing a lot okay. of our web pages. Okay, nice. Yeah. And then I ended up changing jobs. Um, I moved over to our mobile development area and I worked as a project manager. So I worked on our Apple Pay implementation project. Mm several other projects. I think I did mobile redesign, um, a lot of different efforts. Um, and mobile wallet is another one. So just lots of great opportunities in that job. And then I ended up getting promoted and moved into management. And I worked with, ironically, I remember service representatives area for several years before that I switched over and became part of the IVR team. That's really cool. Um, what's one of the greatest things about USAA that for, I guess, you as an employee that you love? I love the mission of USAA, wanting to help and enable our military members and be able to do something for them that they can't do for themselves. That's the thing I'm the most passionate about. That's really awesome. Do you have family members or do you know anyone close that served in the military? I do. My grandfather served in the military and most recently my husband's brother is actually in the military right now. That's awesome. Yeah. 
my grandpa also served in um, two of my uncles. Cool. So it's it's interesting because I know people like my friends who they don't like they're not related to anybody that served in the military or served our country mm-hmm. or even like friends close to them. They don't know. And that's definitely a different um, perspective, knowing people that mm-hmm. are serving. And then I, you have an awesome job getting to serve them and help them out in their and everything they need with yeah. that. I love it. It's yeah. a great place to work. <laughs> That's awesome. So, um, and I think we need to um, address, so you are have expecting soon. We are, yeah. <laughs> I can't believe it. <laughs> yeah. Um, do you know the gender of the baby? Yes, we're having a girl, which is how I know God has a sense of humor, because <laughs> I think he wants to watch us raise a girl. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's funny. Um, and Alicia's husband is in here, too. How does he feel about that? <laughs> Jacob, how do you feel about it? He feels great. <laughs> <laughs> Two thumbs up. <laughs> that's awesome, though. Um, that's so cool, though. What I guess... What are your plans for when you have your first child and then your career? What What is that going to look like? Great question. So um, right now I feel very blessed because I actually have a fellow BYU-Idaho alumni that was a friend of mine when I went to school here. She lives in San Antonio, and she's offered to help with daycare of watching my child while I continue to work. And so right now that's the plan is utilizing friends and family and doing the best that we can to figure out what working with a child and career looks like. That's really awesome. That's really cool. Um, I mean, I grew up kind of like switched mm-hmm. my because my mom was there when I was a kid and I was the oldest. But maybe about when I was 10, she started working. And so I had the other end of it. Yeah. So that's really I think it's so cool. I, I when I hear about women who are starting a family, but also continuing their career, I think I think it's just a really honorable thing to do. Well, thank you. Yeah. Yeah.